0: Hello and welcome to One Floor for Podcast, episode seventy-one. My name's Benjamin Yoder, and we beat Yakuza Two last week. Yeah, if you weren't there, if you weren't there for the stream, the good old stream, then uh, Yakuza Two is done and finished. I'm always surprised. Like, so, hey, for all of my content, I immediately assume I'm the only person who will ever read and see it. <laughs> As much, as much as uh, that's that probably is a bad way to look at it. Um, that's what I that's what I do. So uh, typically, I just try to see if I'm happy or something. Anyways, that's beside the point. But uh, I always surprised to see because like I do like when I'm posting videos and stuff, I get to see like the the view count and stuff. You can see the view count too. You can see how few views there are on all my videos all the time. It's great. Um, <laughs> But it's really weird with, like, the Yakuza 2 stuff, or it really streams in general, but I would think Yakuza 2 is, like, it's, like, the view stuff is, like, up and down all the time. I I don't really know. I've had one that has, like, 25 views, and I'm like, Why? Like, (laughs) because there's like earlier ones that have like three views and it's like you just jumped in for one episode and just (laughs) just took took a look i don't know maybe it's weird to me i don't know how people consume let's plays i don't really watch let's plays very often so i don't know if people consume it like start to finish or just like one at a time or what i don't know it's weird so this one has like nine views on it the most recent one so hooray i guess anyways um so that's done so um i i think i'm gonna stick with playing ghost squad next week and then, um, and then I'm also gonna do a quick play stream for um Super Monkey Ball. I think, um, I think that is the plan. So, so look for that next week. I might have to um put uh, get something set up in case Ghost Squad doesn't last the entire time. Although I think Ghost Squad has multiple arcs and stuff that we can go through. Um, so we could probably fill two hours that way. Anyways, so yeah. And otherwise, I got like other stuff I could. <laughs> Finally put Blade Strangers in after I've been sitting with a copy on my desk for like a month now. I just got the PS4 copy, but I had the Switch one sitting here and I never opened uh the Gamefly envelope. I just well, I opened I opened it just to seal it again and send it back. So so yeah. Um but yeah, other than that, uh not not too much happening. Things have been kinda slow. So so yeah, I did play a little bit of Splatoon One of all things. Um, I had a friend that I've been playing Lost Reavers with, as mentioned before, and Lost Reavers uh, has been having some server issues lately. So, so we were playing some Splatoon One on the side as like a a bonus thing, I guess. And I I kind of wanna I kind of wanna spend more time in Splatoon One because I'm I'm like almost level 50, like level 49. I've got like 500, or I think now I have like 400 EXP until I hit level 50 finally. I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just do that. And then also I have <laughs> I have outfits that I still need to cap out as well. Um, and part of me wants to just like completely finish Splatoon 1. Um, but, you know, that game's going to go offline. And once that goes offline, you know, I won't be able to do any of the outfit slotting and stuff like that. But hey, you know. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter at all. Um, but yeah. So so I was playing a little bit of that, and then um, I also saw that Peach Beach Splash had a had a, like a DLC update kind of thing. I think it's mostly just like swimsuits, and I think the PC version got uh, like the VR stuff that the PlayStation version had. Um, so I was I was looking at that, and I actually looked at the Steam charts, and it looks like there are some people playing the PC version. I don't know if it's because of the new DLC or maybe there's a community there. Part of me is desperate and like, maybe I should get the PC version, <laughs> but, but the PC Splash has like a huge grind early on. And I don't know if I really want to deal with that. Um, so I probably will not grind through through splash um part of me wants to go to the pc version i feel like it'd be control really weird if you tried to do like mouse and keyboard i'd be curious to see how that worked but i haven't looked at the price maybe if it ever goes on sale like really cheap i'll give it a shot the problem is just grinding out those first that first character really you have to grind it out. anyways shooter update i guess is what happened <laughs> stream and shooter update that's what happened at the beginning of this so anyways yeah um poked around the news earlier today and i think the the the, the couple things i'm most excited for or really the, the one thing i'm most excited for probably is uh well i guess i guess a couple things i don't know. let's stop commenting on the things that choose or chose uh from tokyo game show i saw this game called uh kick kick flight i had to d- I was about to say kickflip fight, which is not the actual name of it. Um, I think it actually looks pretty cool. It's actually looking so. Every weekend I do like a, a sort through Japanese uh, sites just to like look at everything, and half ninety nine percent of the time it's just like mobile games that I never can say anything about because they're just mobile games that I'll never play ever. Uh, but kick Flight looks pretty cool. It's basically like a uh, a flying, I'd say, arena. My body wants to say, my body, my mouth, my, my brain wants to say, uh, like a arena fighting game, but it's more like a, it has some characters like melee weapons, but then it also has like shooter characters. So I guess it's an arena fighting game. You don't need to be using melee weapons to fight, right? That sounds right. Um, but you're basically like this character that can fly around in this arena and then you like have these auto attacks and like a set of skills on the bottom and the whole thing on, on, on on it is like 360 degrees of control where you can move around, like move the character around, you know, each other. And you're basically flying around this area and fighting an arena. kind of, if you, if you ever play like Rodea, the sky soldier, imagine that, but you could kind of control how Rodea flies around. Maybe if you just play any flying game is maybe a better example rather than just Rodea, the sky soldier, but yeah, it's got a nice, like really colorful look to it. And, um, probably because it's yellow, it reminds me a little bit of too spicy. It doesn't look like too spicy at all, but that's what my brain says. um, but, yeah, so you basically just have, uh, like, this little cursor in the middle of the screen. Use your thumb. It's a phone game. Um, so you use your thumb to to kind of guide your character around, and you lock on to characters. Like a lot of arena fighting games, you, you kind of lock on to other characters, and then that's how you kind of move around is locking on, and then you kind of rotate around those those characters. You can fly towards them, away from them, things like that, and, and it it looks pretty neat. So if, you, if you're if you okay with mobile games, uh, Kick Flight, you should look it up. It's It looks pretty neat. Um I am definitely going to keep an eye out to see if it comes out here. I like the character designs a lot. Um they're pretty colorful. Um and yeah, they're all kind of like chibi a little bit. All it's just like one guy who's really tall for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I'll link um I'll probably link either the official website or like an article to it and the things if you want to take a look at it. Um yeah, I'm not sure who's putting it out. Let me see here. Um does it say company? I don't see it. It might be a company called, okay, Grenge. I've never heard them before. Grenge. So yeah, it looks pretty neat. I hope it, I always say this with every mobile game, I hope it comes to consoles in some way because I'd rather just use a controller and an analog stick to fly around, but I'm a grumpy old man. I'm sorry um but yeah and then also from Tokyo Game Show I saw there's the uh Million Arthur fighting game for PS4 I think I've mentioned it before that I was interested in this game when or I think it came out in arcade arcades originally well I, I know it came out in arcades originally I'm pretty sure I saw it now so <laughs> let's stop correcting myself anyways so so yeah if you don't know Million Arthur is like uh some old game series and I've never played Million Arthur or anything like that but there's like this really silly uh score Enix like um short animated series you can find on their Japanese YouTube account for the for the for the game and it's like a bunch of just like little crazy little characters running around I don't know the best way to describe it um I've probably mentioned it before but anyways so the fighting game mixes not only like the real like full like full scale characters from the from the game itself Uh, but it also has the little, like, chibi fighting game, or the chibi characters from the animated show going around and doing stuff. It just looks really goofy, and it also has, like, King of Fighter characters in there for some reason. Anyways, so I'm not sure if it's going to get localized, because I don't know if Million Arthur is really a thing here, per se. I think there might be a version on the Android store that you can play, but I've, I've never seen, like like any kind of sign or reason to show that like oh the the there's American audience for this game or anything like that but maybe that's what the fighting game could do is add an additional audience to that um but you know I might just keep an eye on it and then uh maybe I'll import it it's been a while since I've imported like a modern a modern video game so that'd be fun to do and I don't know anything about fighting games so it wouldn't really matter that if I couldn't understand the mechanics, because <laughs> chances are I'll just probably punch and kick things, and then maybe do some Street Fighter motions, and be like, "Yeah, this is how you play the game." Because that's how I play every fighting game, which is why I can't play Virtua Fighter. <laughs> um, Dead or Alive is the exception. I can I can play a little bit of Dead or Alive, but again, not very well. Um. um I don't think this came out of the the Tokyo Game Show stuff. Maybe it did. I'm not sure. But uh, there's also that PlayStation One classic, um, which I think is pretty cool. I'm, I'm always for like if if the product is good and like the hardware is hardware is good enough like to the most like not like those weird Sega at game like hardware with like genesis stuff on it which is, by the way apparently at games got removed from that mini genesis project which is a a godsend based off what I've seen of the, that game system system so hopefully that Sega Genesis 1 will actually be pretty good I'd say Sega Genesis or Sega's like emulation quality is not always top-notch unless like M2 is doing it M2 seems like a great company make M2 do all your ports for everything make yeah anyways <laughs> I don't know what M2 is doing these days I'm, I'd have to, I need to look into that at some point but uh, yeah, so there's the PlayStation One Classic, which is basically just like a mini PlayStation One, um, and uh, it's gonna have like 20 games on it. I think you said, and they announced five right now, which is kind of uncertain of like what that means. <laughs> I think it's like, <coughs> excuse me, uncertain of what that means in terms of like, um, like the quality of the other 15 games because it's like Tekken 2, I think, Jump, Jumping Flash, um, Wild Arms, Final Fantasy 7 and I'm blanking unless it's a Ridge Racer game was the ones they announced. So it's like one of those things Are like, oh, maybe they're going to like, are they going to roll it out like the other 15 game out over time to be like, oh yeah, let's, these are the games that are like, to keep a, a keep a a constant press interest in the product, or if it's going to be like these are our fifteen or five best games, and we're just going to kind of slip the other ones under the carpet at some point and be like these are also the games that come out on it. Um, it probably is better like for coverage wise to be like, hey, here's our five big games, and people get excited about that, and then they start speculating over what the other fifteen are. Because like when I was looking for news today, I sure as heck saw a lot of top fifteen PlayStation One games. We want to fill the other fifteen slots, so that's your that's a good way to get coverage. <laughs> It seems like um, for me, I don't know if I'll ever get one um, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, anything they put on there, I think, isn't really going to fall into my camp much. I mean, there's like jumping flash and wild arms. Those are two that I do really want. Um, but a lot of my PlayStation 1 experience is like trying to find other smaller games. So, So if there's a value reason at some point that I would want to... To uh, get all these games on the the PS1 Classic, uh, maybe I'll pick it up then if it like makes sense money wise. I think the biggest problem though is that I've got myself a pretty decent PlayStation One setup now that I have the Frame Meister here, and um, I have a PAL and a US PlayStation Two, and I need to figure out uh, either to modify my US PS2 or 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 get a Japanese PS2 because um, I. Run those over component cables and they're 240p. And other than some um some uh, uh, compatibility issues with some PlayStation One games, Thousand Arms is a good example of one where the very first time you hear the battle theme when you start the game up, it's this weird nightmare soundtrack until the second time you get the battle theme. <laughs> only on the PlayStation 2 version for some reason. <laughs> um, our play- or playing it on a PlayStation 2 for some reason. So I'm gonna audio glitch, I'm sure. Also, the title screen does the same thing. Anyways, um, so I just have a I have a pretty reliable and good way to not only play PlayStation games on modern hardware, but also make them look good. Um, because I'm you know running through the frame meister and 240p and being upscaled and all that good stuff, um. So so I think if I if I didn't have the frame meister, this would be much much more appealing. Um, but I'm I am open to you know buying one if it's if it makes sense value wise. The biggest problem is is uh wild arms one and jumping flash the physical copies for those. If I wanted to get like a used copy, um is not that expensive and i'm going to guess anything they add on later on also would not be that expensive it might be more expensive for me to get them once i like sit there and work out the amounts but i would pr- always prefer to have the original physical copy if possible and then um you know over time you know i can buy them in pieces rather than having to buy, like throw down $100 all at once kind of thing uh the exception <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I saw this thing when I was, was like oh Kodeka. I don't know if I can even pronounce it Koldeca the Shadow Hearts prequel that thing's like 300 bucks and I'm like oh if that was on there I would immediately buy this thing which is not gonna happen is definitely not gonna show up on there not until Sony and they need to put it on there they had a day one purchase of me and maybe like a handful of other people <laughs> but otherwise you know I, I can't I can't think of many PlayStation One games that are popular enough to end up on the on the PlayStation One Classic that I wouldn't like um, that I wouldn't be able to get for a reasonable price as is. And because I have that the setup needed to make PlayStation One Classic work on all my hardware, capture cards, stuff like that, it's great. Um, otherwise, though, if you <laughs> if you if you don't have a setup for that, this is probably a great thing. If you don't have a PlayStation Three anymore, I'm gonna adjust my mic a little bit. If you don't have a PlayStation. 3, just a little bit more uh if you don't have playstation 3 anymore because you can't do the ps1 classics ps4 doesn't have many options for playing ps1 games except for a few i believe i'd have to double check that but i'm pretty sure like there's some enhanced ports of final fantasy 7 i think 8 might be on there 9 as well but that's that's really all that comes off the top of my head there may be more uh i mean the crash bandicoot trilogy got remastered and the spyro trilogy got remastered but those are also like those are, like, newish versions of those games. They're not really, like, you know, the original versions. Um, you know, depending on who you are, you, you could want one or the other. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm curious. Kodeka and Chaos Break. Chaos Break is, like, a PAL-only, or PAL-in-Japan-only, like, a melee survival horror kind of thing um, that I was looking into maybe getting. But the uh, the pricing on it's not as cheap as I'd like it to be, so... Sony, if you can get Kodeca and Chaos Break on there, you got me day one. I'm ready for you. <laughs> I'm ready for you to, to not give me that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Other than that, I guess that's all I, I really have prepared. I think I opened the backloggery up. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Let's. um. So, I actually made some purchases this week. We're not gonna do a what's it called today? I don't think we're not gonna do a uh, a fortune cookie. I like the fortune cookie a lot, but I don't like relying on it so much. It feels like a like last week it saved me with like the Wii U stuff, um, but sometimes it feels like a like a like a cheap <laughs> a cheap tactic. Like I didn't plan any content for this thing. I didn't plan enough content for it. So so this is a get me out of jail free card to make me talk about whatever <laughs> that's that I get. It's a fun thing though. I'd like to have more segments that I can just pull out of my hat, though, than just that. But I did pick up a few games this week. Um, uh, I may have mentioned some of these already. I did pick up the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna the Golden Country. Um, I'm surprised this thing's a physical copy. I really was expecting it to only be like a, a download code in a box. I know everyone I've told that to me is been like, "You're crazy. You're stupid. Why would you think that?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. It literally is like, here's here's all the here's all the DLC, and then also uh the, whatever this other DLC content is that isn't like a separate piece of DLC. The Torna, the Torna, in the Golden Age country is not separate from the expansion pass. It's a part of that expansion pass. So I don't know. It just didn't really make a lot of sense to me that they put it on the cartridge. But I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's like a, a really long RPG. Who knows." I think last week I said I hope it's only like twenty hours, <laughs> that would be nice. I haven't looked to see if anyone's reported the length. Um, I got a copy of I guess of Earth for seventy five cents from GameFly because I had a coupon. It was five dollars and sixty nine cents, so I went went ahead and did that, and it was only seventy five cents once I used coupon. And so that's pretty cool. I don't know if you know about I guess of Earth. Um, basically, it's like a. Uh, I guess you'd call it like a tower defense kind of thing. It's not really a tower defense. I don't know. Um, But basically, you're like, you're a city and like each part of the city kind of rotates and like all these layers and like each character controls a layer and they have different like weapons and I think defenses, but I know they at least have like different weapons on each layer and you can rotate this, this, this city around. This is my memory of it when I originally saw it and I never saw the English version of the game. I only saw the Japanese version of the game whenever that was announced. It's been a while, I'm sure. I don't I don't see a year on this, but but it was one of those games that I wanted to pick up, never did. 2015. That's eh, not too bad. Um and I keep it came on PlayStation 3 and Vita, and I never I never never got around to it. So now it's gonna sit on my shelf. And I'll never get around I'll never get around to it then. Um I already mentioned earlier I got Blade Strangers on PS4. I got the sad I so I I got, went on my way to get the Umihara Kawase box art. And, uh, unfortunately, I did not get Umihara Kawase, the keychain inside. Inside the box, there's a random keychain. Either you get the Code Princess Lady, Solandre or whatever her name is, or I get, um, or you get, uh, the Umihara Kawase keychain. And, sad boy, I did not get the Umihara Kawase keychain. I like Umihara Kawase. Um, but, uh, I have a friend in Oregon who's gonna, um, swap me there, so I'm, I'm gonna go, go perform the drug trade. The keychain drug trade, um, <laughs> I guess. And I also bought a copy of Fancy Star Universe for the Xbox 360, which is a bad idea. I had to fill out, um, it was going to cost me like $7 to ship a cartridge of ink. So I was like, okay, well, uh, I can do the free thing, the free shipping if I spend more than $7 on something else. So I bought a copy of Fancy Star Universe for $10. So it was like $3 essentially for this thing math worked out I guess uh that being said this is like a 1.0 copy of fantasy star universe um the ambitions of the illuminous dlc you can't download on xbox 360 um it was originally you could purchase it um but it was online only so if you want to play any ambitions of the illuminous uh, content you had to be playing online uh the playstation 2 and pc well sorry the playstation 2 version you could play it offline so it was perfectly fine there the pc version I think you can play offline, so you can't play offline. I know that, but there was like some kind of check it did to see if you were online. So the content's there, but I think it was doing an online check at some point, or at least like the cheat engine stuff was doing an online check, and I think. You have to like download a patch to get around it. But it wasn't a big deal. A friend lent me a copy of his at one point, And so I play a little bit of Fantasy Star Universe um, on PC, which is probably the best better option rather than buying an old, outdated Xbox 360 copy. We'll see if I ever play it. I don't have the PlayStation ver- or PlayStation 2 version of Fantasy Star Universe with me. So I think that might have been part of the temptation. Uh, and I have not played any more Fantasy Star Portable 2 since uh, I talked about it last week. Portable 2 Infinity. Sorry. So yeah, that was just some things I bought. And I'll probably buy the Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet DLC, which I've been saying I'm going to do for four weeks, and I still have not done. (laughs) So so here we go. There we go. Anyways, I guess it's going to do it for this week. We are at 21 minutes, so here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Um, um, So like I said, yeah, it's going to be probably Ghost Squad next week along with um, um, uh, some Super Monkey Ball. And if if you aren't interested in Yakuza 2 and for some reason only watch the Quick Play stream stuff because that's probably... They're kind of different pieces of content between the between my my mainline streams and then like the quick play stream stuff um I also did a short playthrough of tomina Sanner on uh the yakuza two uh finale video um I might break it out at some point but um i don't I don't know if I will or not it's not really I'll just look at it and see if it feels like a complete piece of content or not or at least complete piece of content in comparison to, like a stream When i do i was originally not wanting to list my casual streams on the website but um but after doing a couple of them i think it's fairly valuable too maybe and i might just start like noting them as such like hey this is a, a casual stream i did my i did post my import one on the website cuz i was just going through some of my import games and i thought that was that had some interesting content in there, and then um and then I did post my Fancy Star Online episode one stream because I sat down and realized oh I talked a lot about Fancy Star Online <laughs> while doing that stream so good time good week um so yeah that's gonna be it for this week thanks for listening if you're listening um and uh, we'll see I feel like I'm in kind of a rut but I am working on um I do have an article I'm working on I'm two articles I'm working on plus a video. Um, I know I've been promising it for years, but I'm finally working on my Mighty Number 9 video. (laughs) And, uh, I'm getting things moving. So, um, I'm playing a couple versions of the game. Uh, I I just kind of finished up the PlayStation 4 version of the game. I originally played on PC, but I didn't record any footage. So, I'm going to use the PlayStation 4 version as, like, my main source for the footage. Um, uh, the article, or the actual script is maybe... Halfway drafted. It's not written. Yeah, I was gonna say halfway done, but really, there's a lot more work after you draft a script. So, so it's gonna be a little bit, and I need to find some time to shove that that stuff in. And then, um, yeah. So I'm still working on the Fancy Star stuff. I'm still working on that other article. And then I'm also working on the, the, the Mighty number nine video. I think I'm going to try, I think new, new policy of mine is try to (laughs) continue to work on a video at all times, uh, rather than, you know, wait forever. I think it's going to be probably by the time I'm done with this thing, it's probably going to be almost six months since my Xenoblade 2 video, which is kind of crazy. So, um, yeah, work it out there. Anyways, that's it. Thanks for coming. And, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Bye!